All right, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Real talk, real fans, we bring you Michigan football each and every week. I know normally Craig is with me, but right now it will just be me, myself, Caleb, bringing you this preview episode for the Big Ten title game where number six Wisconsin will be matching up against number seven Penn State, the Big Ten title game in Indianapolis this coming weekend. Unfortunately, this is not an episode where we will be talking much about Michigan because Michigan did not make it to the Big Ten championship game. But fortunately, I'm glad that I'm not sitting here talking about Ohio State. However, something that I do want to bring up here in this little intro before we actually get started talking about the game, a unique scenario that I actually kind of came across where I'm sure that a lot of the Michigan fans are happy that Ohio State did not make it into the Big Ten title game, but it has the potential to actually work out worse for Michigan than if Ohio State had gotten into the Big Ten title game. And here's how that might work out. I, and this is just hypothetical, just depending on how things pan out. But let's just say in the current situation where it's Penn State versus Wisconsin and just how the the things shake down in the top four, maybe there's a vacant spot and everyone's guessing with Michigan at five that they might slide right into that fourth spot. But if the committee goes ahead and decides to move in the Big Ten champion from the conference championship game, that is going to be a big bummer for the Michigan fan base uh, because they were uh, – it's a bit of a stretch, but they're thinking that might happen if there is a uh, – if a Clemson or Washington lose. However, something that may have actually helped Michigan in the long run not get leaped at all would have been for Ohio State to get into the Big Ten title game because if – Ohio State was in the Big Ten title game and played Wisconsin and beat Wisconsin again, then that would mean no potential of the Big Ten champion dumping Michigan because Ohio State is already ranked ahead of Michigan. So there would be no threat. Now, of course, then there would be the big threat where if Wisconsin did wind up upsetting Ohio State, that would be them beating the number two team in the country. But um, that... uh, We'll have to see how that pans out. It'll be kind of interesting to see what the committee does. I mean, if Clemson and Washington win, then really nothing's probably going to change and there's nothing to worry about. But it will be interesting, to say the least, and if one of them loses and who slides into that vacant spot, we'll just have to wait and see. So that was just a little bit of an intro there, talking about a few other things before we actually talked about the Big Ten title game. But I do want to say, uh, so I don't forget, Check out the Blue Network, Everything Michigan Football Facebook group. Uh, It's a closed group. You can easily get in, but a lot of stuff going on, a lot of great conversations, as we always mention. But we do encourage you to check that out because that is where the latest information is with the Blue Brothers Sportscast as well as the Blueprint Show and everything else with the Blue Network. And on that note, we will go ahead and get into the talk with the Big Ten title game coming up. All right, well, we did not want to find ourselves here, that's for sure. The Michigan fan base was very excited about the potential of getting into the Big Ten title game this year because of how well things were going. 
but then uh, they wound up having two losses in the month of November that prevented them getting there. So here we find ourselves talking about Wisconsin and Penn State. Wisconsin representing the West Division and Penn State representing the East. Um, it's almost... Uh, Leaves a bad taste in your mouth being able to say that about Penn State and just the unique situation where from the way it looks and in my opinion, the two best teams in the conference are being left out of the championship game. That's a story all within itself. We touched on it a little bit in our uh, playoff episode that came out on uh, Wednesday this week. You can go back and check that out if you want to hear some more of our thoughts on that. So, number six, Badgers versus number seven, Nittany Lions. Uh, just a uh, few things that I've seen um, from the games that w- most Michigan fans should be uh, familiar with on when Michigan played both these teams and beat both of them and actually very convincingly beat Penn State with the final score of 49-10, to 10. Uh, but... Hornybrook, the quarterback for Washington, uh, wow, well, I want to say Washington because I saw a W for Wisconsin, uh, there has been, he, he's been listed as questionable. So that could definitely have an impact on this game. That was yesterday, I believe, I saw that information. So I'm not sure if anything's changed since then. Um, I didn't hear what was the concern or anything, just that it was listed as questionable. That could have an impact. I know that they've bounced back and forth with their quarterbacks. So they may have a real, uh, reliable solution for that. Uh, for Penn State, kind of the uh, the difference with Penn State is that they had uh, they were pretty banged up when they played us. I mean, granted, was it going to really make uh, big of an impact on a forty nine to ten difference? I don't think so. I mean, maybe give them a little bit points. Maybe the margin would have been smaller if they would have been a hundred percent. But they they definitely were not uh, running at full steam. But Saquon Barkley, who is their star running back, is been playing very well the past few weeks. Uh, he has been pretty stellar. He's been, I believe the last game it was, or in one of the last two games, they sat him out because he, uh, uh, he had a little bit of an injury scare or worry, so they had him sit out for part of it at one point. But uh, he's been very electric recently, and another player on their team to be watching is their quarterback, who actually uh, haven't been up on all the awards and everything and where he fell exactly. But he was one of the best quarterbacks, actually, for uh, by the numbers in the Big Ten. So McSorley making kind of an impact, and especially uh, this team turning things around here later in the season and being a – um, not a second half, well, I guess you would almost say a second half uh, of the season team, but uh, especially a second half of the game, they have been really playing lights out in the second half uh, in their recent games. So that is something that to be looking forward with with this matchup on how they will be working with Wisconsin because Wisconsin will for sure be one of the better defenses that they'll be facing off against. Um, I mean, of course, they played the Michigan defense but outside of that, um, they had their game that they won against Ohio State, and Ohio State has a good defense. The three best defenses that you're looking at on their schedule are Michigan, and that was lost. Ohio State was a three-point win 
uh, at home for them, and then this matchup here coming up against Wisconsin. So tight battles for Penn State in those, well, tight battles, either a tight battle or a loss in those uh, matchups there for Penn State. So it'll be interesting to see with if they're able to carry their momentum because they are on a eight-game winning streak. So we'll see if that carries over here into the title game. Uh, but some numbers here to go ahead and uh, talk about the teams in general. I want to get these um, general kind of number comparisons here. Wisconsin, not the most uh, flashy team uh, by the numbers. Very defensive team. Um, they kind of had a little bit of a slow start. They had the big game against LSU, but LSU turned out to not be as tough an opponent as we anticipated. They still are ranked, uh, so that is on their resume. But uh, averaging 28 points uh, offensively and then only allowing their opponents to score a little over 13 points. So low-scoring games. Uh, we saw that with the Michigan uh, game and the final score with that one. Penn State is more of an offensive team because uh, they're scoring over 36 points a game, but also their defense isn't as sound, allowing an average of over 22 points a game. So um, looking at uh, some of the things here, comparing their rushing game to their passing game, like I mentioned, uh, Penn State has uh, one, if not the best passing games in the Big Ten. Uh, so you'll see them focus more on that in this game, even though they do have uh, an outstanding uh, running back. They have had a lot of success through the air, so they have that going for them where they can work on either end of the ball if they want to be passing it or running it. Uh, so they'll probably have to see where they can go with that. I. It was a very hard-fought uh, game between Michigan and Wisconsin. I wasn't able to watch the film, and I'm trying to think in my head. I'd probably have to go back and look at the stats and see where most of the success came for Michigan. Uh, but it was a slow battle. So uh, we'll have to watch and see what the Penn State offense can do against that. But as for Wisconsin, they are more of a rushing team than a passing team because they have – uh, close to 300 more yards rushing than they do passing. Uh, so we've uh, seen what they can do. Uh, we were able to shut them down defensively and be able to take that game. But Penn State doesn't seem to have the defense um, that can handle that. In their uh, most recent games, so I mentioned how many points that they've been allowing. They did, well, not that it says a whole lot. They did shut out Rutgers. Um, but uh, Michigan State recently put up 12 points on them, but they played Indiana, who had 31 points, did well with Iowa, only allowing 14 points, but then uh, allowed Purdue to put up 24 points. So it might not get away from them, but if if they have to play from behind, that might be difficult for them, uh, just from what I've seen. Uh, they've got the offense to do it, but would they have the defense that would be able to stop the other team and um, force them to kick the ball back to them and be able to play catch up? I'm not sure. So uh, kind of a key thing to for Wisconsin that they would probably be looking for is to be able to get a lead because I think they might be able to maintain it, especially with their strength being part of their defense. So going back to uh, some of the numbers then, 
for Wisconsin. Uh, third down conversions, always a kind of a crucial part of the game. Uh, they are converting 43% while only allowing their opponents to convert about uh, just over 26%. Then when you look at Penn State, Penn State is worse than their opponents at the third down conversion. So they are just getting 32% third down convert third downs converted and was uh, and they are allowing their opponents to convert 36% of their third downs. So that can be a struggle and it's impressive that they have been able to have the uh, final results that they have while allowing a better conversion uh, third down conversion for their opponents in those games. So uh, a few other things here, just in the general numbers, uh, red zone success, Penn State has been, a, here's another weird one, 85% uh, while allowing 80, uh, opponents to have 87% success in the red zone. And then if you go over to Wisconsin, uh, not, not a drastic change, but more on the positive side for their defense, they have... Uh, for their team, 84% success in the red zone while only allowing other teams to have 75% success in the red zone. So some general numbers there uh, to be checking out with that. Uh, to look at their schedules kind of as a whole, uh, I talked a little about, about both of them, but focusing on them now, Wisconsin, I mentioned, played LSU at the beginning. Tight battle, 16-14 win. LSU is... Still a credible team. I believe they're around 20 or 21 in the uh, playoff rankings. Uh, so they're still getting some respect there. Um, they have their two losses against the uh, Michigan Wolverines and then against the Ohio State Buckeyes, probably the two best teams in the conference. So that's uh, no surprise. They've done rather well outside of that. They have had some close games. Um the unusual game against Georgia State, uh, where it was a six-point game for them at home. But uh, looking at the rest of their games, relatively decent margin of victory. Uh, Northwestern was a little bit of a low-scoring affair, 21-7. to Closer game uh, against Nebraska, which can always be a tough one with them for 23-17. to But they are sitting there with the... 10 and 2 record overall and then to the Penn State 10 and 2 record uh they their loss one of them of course coming to Michigan but then the other one uh interestingly enough coming to Pitt who is a ranked team in the playoff rankings coming squeaking in at number 25 so their both their losses did come to ranked opponents uh just like Wisconsin's, but obviously Pitt is not ranked as high as Ohio State. Um, but they have had, uh, like I mentioned, kind of at the beginning of the season, they didn't have things go very well. I mean, Pitt was their second game, and they had that loss. Uh, Michigan was then their fourth game, and that was a loss for them. After that, they had a three-point overtime win against Minnesota. Uh, but then other ones uh, more convincing after that. I mean, their closest contest after that, outside of their Ohio State win, was a 45-31 to 31 win at Indiana, it looks like. And they were going on that eight-game win, uh, eight winning streak. 
So they, uh, like I mentioned, they might be able to carry that into the Big Ten title game. And actually, let me go and look at the Wisconsin. Wisconsin is on a six-game winning streak. So uh, plenty of momentum for both of them there. It's not like either of them had a late loss there in November. Um, that might work against them or cause some... Uh, some problems for them moving into this, but uh, interesting thing to mention about the game. I guess I'll just mention it now because it popped into my head because um, I saw earlier today that people are putting out there how cheap some of these tickets are. So I have not heard specifically if it's just that there are not a lot of people traveling for this game from the fan bases or just in general, some of the big 10 fans that you would get that would normally go to this just are not interested because it's Penn State versus Wisconsin, and neither Michigan or Ohio State are involved in this. So it's interesting to see that um, transpire. I don't, I think some of the tickets I saw maybe were around like $17 a piece. I'm not sure, but they significantly dropped uh, compared to other games that we've seen in the past. So not as flashy as a matchup as some people kind of anticipated the Big Ten title could have been because people have been saying, and I don't really go around saying this because it, I personally think it changes every year, and so I don't really like labeling it, and I don't honestly care all that much. It's just my belief that there is no real one best conference in college football, but people have been label, labeling the Big Ten that this year. So... Uh, the Big Ten definitely does have some great teams, uh, having four in the top ten. So these are kind of the less flashy names, and so it's not drawing quite as much attention as uh, Craig and I discussed in the uh, playoff ranking episode that was released earlier this week. So uh, it's going to be... Some of the strengths to be able to talk about here, I mean, I obviously mentioned really on it's kind of comes down to Wisconsin's strength is defense and Penn State's strength is offense. So if it gets to be a shootout, you probably as long as Penn State doesn't get behind by more than 10 points, I think they could stay in it uh, and I'd probably put that in their favor. Uh, but if it's going to be a low-scoring affair. I would probably put the um, benefit over onto Wisconsin's side of things so uh, because of their defense being able to handle things. Uh, but then also you have to take into account depending on the situation of their quarterback. But like I said, they have used uh, a couple quarterbacks throughout the season, so they do have others that have played in games that should be prepared to step in for that. So... Uh, I'll get into a little, a few thoughts and predictions, of course, really at the end. Uh, one thing to mention before moving on, I know that Michigan fans are kind of anxious to see how things play out and what might work out best for Michigan. Uh, as far as with this one, it looks like the best scenario would be a close game. Uh, we don't really want anyone to blow anybody else out. Uh, uniquely, uh, uniquely enough, Michigan has beat both these teams, so... I don't know how much exactly that would affect everything, but if it's a close game and if Penn State is the one to win, then they may just flip spots with Wisconsin because they are the six and seven teams. And so seven Penn State 
if they uh, have a close win against Wisconsin, they might just flip spots or maybe Wisconsin might even tumble down a couple extra spots. So uh, best case scenario, probably that for Michigan mainly just want to avoid a blowout win because we saw how that transpired with Ohio state uh, in the big 10 title a couple years ago where that uh, projected them into the college football playoff. But it's very different this year, and honestly, it seems like the committee can do whatever they want. So really, we have no clue what's going on. We can only speculate, and they'll probably just throw us a curveball anyways in the end. So the game will be coming up this weekend. Uh, It's championship weekend for everybody, uh, for all the different conferences and everything. And uh, Penn State, Wisconsin will be facing off at 8 p.m., uh, not a lot of uh, implication with that directly with Michigan. Um, like we said, we don't think that they'll really leapfrog there. But I'm. I know I just said that I think that we'll be wanting Penn State to win. They have seemed like the hot team recently, especially in the second half. So if uh, it's a close contest in the first half. I'd have to say watch out Wisconsin because Penn State has proven themselves to be able to come out in the second half with uh, more momentum, uh, be able to change the uh, flow of things and just uh, take control of the game in the second half. So with Wisconsin, they will really, to win this game, want to shut them down. Um, they, If they can stop them and get ahead a couple scores, I mean, like I said, they're not an offensive heavy team. They'll need turnovers. They will need some things working in their favor. I do think that they have uh, some of the bigger, stronger players on their team to push around Penn State. But Penn State has speed, and they have the quarterback and long ball. So that could uh, prove difficult for their defense. Uh, The Wisconsin defense has done pretty well in some cases. I mean, allowing only seven points, nine points, three points, six points, always usually keeping a low-scoring affair. So um, it will be I'm, – I'm, I'm leaning a little bit more towards advantage to Wisconsin here, but then again, the unknown factor of the quarterback will definitely take play into that. And so actually speaking with that, I mentioned uh, turnovers and advantages for teams. Uh, part of the reason – well, the – main reason and possibly the only reason that Wisconsin was able to score points against uh, Michigan was because of a turnover uh, pass that spate through. Uh, so turnovers could be a big factor for them and taking control of this game. They've had a pretty good turnover margin and uh, defense is definitely in their strength. So with uh, Penn State, I mentioned about the second half and everything. Part of it uh, I was talking about with their athleticism and their speed, uh, they just seem to maybe have the opportunity to wear people out. You know, they everybody's able to keep pace with them, but then in the second half, just with their, their speed and some of the uh, positions that they have, they're able to break out from the defense, uh, whether it's a receiver going down the route or uh, – Saquon Barkley making a break to the to the edge and getting past the defenders because he's just uh, got more speed than than them in the second half. Um, those are some interesting things to watch. Uh, 
honestly, I'm impressed. Well, I don't know if I would say impressed. Par- partially, people are feeling that Penn State has kind of lucked into it, and they also have questioned if Penn State had played uh, Nebraska or Wisconsin from the West Division, if they would have been in the situation that they are actually making it to the Big Ten title game. Because Penn State, as far as conference games go, played and lost to Michigan, but then they beat Minnesota at home, Maryland at home, Ohio State at home, Purdue on the road, Iowa at home, Indiana on the road, Rutgers on the road, Michigan State at home. So really their toughest road game, and then they lost at Pitt. So not the best resume for playing on the road. Um, Like I said, with Purdue, they allowed Purdue to score um, more points than most. I mean, it was a 62-24, to so their offense was still productive, but uh, Purdue's kind of uh, had their dumpster fire issues this year. Uh, Indiana, who was definitely a really strong team, like I mentioned, the score for that one was 45-31. to Not a large margin of victory. And the Rutgers, really, we can kind of throw that out because Rutgers is Rutgers. So nothing really – well, I mean, I guess when you look at their – what you might quote as their real road games, so Pitt, Michigan, Purdue, and Indiana, they're two for two. So this could be interesting being at at a neutral field and depending on how that might take effect – because they definitely appear to be that better team at home. Uh, it's a crazy atmosphere there in, uh, at the Penn State Stadium. So uh, that's that's something kind of interesting to look at uh, with their schedule. And then when you look at Wisconsin's schedule, they actually lost uh, their two losses. They lost at Michigan, then at home against Ohio State. That was that overtime game. Uh, So they seem to be able to handle things well, whether it's a home game or a road game. I honestly think that takes takes an effect into things. So really kind of like going through this list of things and some of the other research I've done uh, or just watching the games as well, it just seems like, for me, things are siding more with Wisconsin in this matchup, but then I will continue to go back. It really depends on what happened. Uh, well, I don't know if I would say a large part of it, but definitely something that contributes to it that you'll have to take in consideration is their quarterback situation. So, um, but they do have one of their quarterbacks, and I'll have to try to find out and check out the name here and see if I can get that for you, who has already had some. Um, game time this year uh yes bart houston yeah because uh hornybrook yeah is the freshman uh impressively enough and then uh houston is a senior who's had some playing time and everything so he is another one to be watching uh something that i have not mentioned yet is the uh spread with the game because right now um vegas is favoring wisconsin because they have a uh, two and a half point spread over penn state the uh, total is 47.5. So uh, they're leaning kind of the same way that I am. I mean, they do have it as being a close contest. So maybe going to be an entertaining game. 
maybe it's going to be an ugly entertaining game. I'm not sure. Uh, but they don't give uh, anybody really huge advantage here as we see some of the other matchups where you see a large point spread. And actually, for those of you curious, as I'm sitting here looking at point spreads, uh, Washington, who we're hoping might be able to lose, who probably has the most likelihood between Washington and Clemson to lose, is only seven and a half point favorite over Colorado. So, and that game is Friday night. But then you have some other extremes where you have, where'd you go? Yeah, Alabama playing Florida, where that's a 24 point spread. So, but it'll be interesting to see. Oh, and actually, that was saying right there that Clemson is only a 10 point favor over Virginia Tech. So, maybe there is a bit of a chance of that happening too. Uh, we shall wait and see with that. So, I don't really think that we will go ahead and do anything with uh, lock it or dump it. This is a little bit out of the norm because we're not talking about Michigan and breaking things down with that. Uh, so I didn't come up with any locker or dump it uh, segment. If Craig was here, I probably would because I know that that's one of his, his favorite parts because he just likes to talk about taking the dump. But um, to actually go ahead and talk about making a prediction then, I've talked a lot about it, the strengths, the weaknesses. Uh, as far as if you want to go ahead, um, maybe a little – kind of some uh, position differences. Quarterback goes to Penn State. Running back goes to Penn State. Defense as a whole goes to Wisconsin. Uh, but then if you have to go, uh, well, then what you should mention, though, too, is also coaching. I would give that coaching edge to Wisconsin. I honestly don't think – I liked Franklin when he was at Vanderbilt. I, I watched Vanderbilt football a little bit and everything – Big backstory with that. Don't need to go into it. Um, but I, um, so I thought I did a good job down there. Didn't know how to feel about with him at Penn State. But really with how he's done at Penn State, I've not been very impressed, even though this year has panned out this way. But as far as uh, head coach go, goes and coaching staff goes, I will give that to Wisconsin. If it comes into a bind where it's really going to make the difference, coaching is going to make the difference, then uh, – I think Wisconsin would win that battle probably four out of five times. So, I mean, really, when you look at it, both have their benefits, both have their disadvantages. Um, I think what the uh, point differential at the halftime is going to uh, be kind of a factor, be a telling sign for the second half. If uh, Wisconsin is be able to have a lead and especially if it's a two possession lead, I think that they might have a decent chance of winning it in the second half. But, uh, but if it is close, like I said, Penn state can catch fire in the second half. So you'll have to kind of watch that. Um, no, it's kind of, it's kind of difficult to be, uh, talking about this and trying to, you know, come up with content filler information and everything like that, because, you were really excited and really kind of hoping to be able to be talking about Michigan in this uh, episode, but we're not. And so there's 
it's almost kind of like trying to force some of the stuff here and talking about it. So I know that this is going to be a little bit shorter of an episode. So we'll go ahead and conclude it um, and give some predictions here and talk about some closing thoughts and all. So, I mean, it. I'm not really liking it. I mean, I know it's a small point differential that they're giving the edge to Wisconsin. I think I will go ahead and say what uh, say that my prediction is that Wisconsin wins this game. I think it would be. Oh, let's see here. Um, I'll go ahead and say that would be. Have to be a low-scoring affair, like I said. So let's give it a 27-24 Wisconsin. Uh, so a few field goals for everybody. Um, so, yeah, 27-24 Wisconsin in this in this game. I I mean, it'd be a close one, which, like we said, that's that's also a good thing for Michigan. E- even if Wisconsin does win, as long as it's a close game, the, the worst thing for Michigan, if there are still any hopes of getting in the playoff, is one of the teams blowing out the other team, like Ohio State has done in the past. I really don't think it's going to come to that. I mean, if Penn State catches fire and does wind up scoring a lot, maybe... At most, I could maybe see that it'd be a 20-point win or something like that if they just, like, take off with it. I don't think that they would – it would be something crazy like a shutout because Penn State doesn't have the defense to do that. Um, So, yeah, it's – but I'm I'm looking like it's going to be Wisconsin's ball game, 27-24 to for that final score. So – it uh, could, could still work in Michigan's advantage. Uh, we'll kind of see how that pans out and works out for all of that. So we will go ahead and transition here into some final thoughts then. All right, well, there you have it. Some thoughts, a little bit of preview, some talks, some stats. Not a lot of excitement on my part. I would kind of apologize, but I kind of don't care because the whole situation still kind of messes with me too much where the two best teams in the conference are being left out of it. So anyways, it is, it is what it is. So I gave insight and a little bit of the update with that. Um, I can go ahead and mention again, the blue network, everything, Michigan football, uh, Facebook group, check it out. Join that. That's always fun. And we have some competitions on there, uh, surprises, some giveaways and things like that, that you can always check out. But then also you can check out our website, bluebrothersportscast.com. And we have our articles on there. Actually, uh, if you did listen to the last episode, the playoff episode, there was a long description on there about the proposal, I guess, for how everything could be fixed with the playoff system and the mess up with the conference championships and everything like that. 
Uh, so if you want to go on there, you can check it out. There are some images, but that also, like Pete said before, is on the Facebook group. So uh, you can also call into our voicemail system. Had quite a bit of traffic flow with that after the Ohio State game. And I anticipate probably this coming weekend uh, when things roll out for the final playoff rankings, we might get a little bit more traffic with that as well. But the number for that is 551-258-3276. Easy way to remember that is 551-BLUE-BRO. Give a call and leave a message. We always appreciate that. I think that's most of it. I think that's about it. Uh, Just kind of as much as you can say about Penn State and Wisconsin, I guess. No, there's there's probably always more to say, but we'll kind of leave it with that for this episode, talking about the Big Ten title game coming up. See how it goes. Uh, Other football going on this weekend that is uh, important for the Michigan fan base to be checking out, like we mentioned before. So hopefully we can see good results from that. But uh, we thank you guys for tuning in. We always appreciate our listeners. We uh, hope that you have been having a good week and that uh, you are able to enjoy your weekend coming up. And so, as always, I'll go ahead and end things with Go Blue.